Welcome to the Koth Players Podcast, where we discuss old-school role-playing from a player's perspective. I'm Kel Ronan, and I play Delane in the Salt and Drift campaign. And I'm Nargal, the unrepentant and unreformed necromancer. I am Lost Boy Schulte, playing Dino the Monk. I am Skydrifter, and I play Kisus. Seichidora, playing the fighter-thief combo known as Roll4. Alright, and the last... Uh, the last session of Salt and Driftwood, we uh, sat in ambush after our encounter with uh, the uh, ghost of the ancient priestess. And uh, a couple of uh, cultists wandered through the hall um, talking about whether or not somebody could cast a spell. And they get into um, the room that we're hiding in and... Uh, they don't notice us for a full two rounds, so we get a good jump on them. Uh, fight ensues. We miss a couple of uh, good rolls, but uh, in the end, uh, we end up taking out an orc chef, and all of the people who seemed to be somewhat listening to him, probably not really, um, and uh, including a mage who seems to have had all of the others under his thrall. So seems like some of these cultists may not be here by choice and then um we wandered into a uh mess hall which was well stocked actually it had it even had a cow in here um heard some sounds of fighting to the south and the sounds of prayer to the east and from another two doors we heard nothing so figured out there may be at least, there may be up to two or three dozen more cultists in these tunnels, uh, in this dungeon. And that's the last session. Um, anything think uh, Sky Drifter was going off to the east to investigate that prayer, right? No. Was it prayer or the sounds of coins dropping and jingling? Yeah. Correct. <laughs> the sound of coins, because Keyes likes to collect coins. <laughs> so it wasn't. It wasn't that you were in, uh, expecting the sound of prayer. It was that somebody was offering money, and you're like, "Whoa, money! I'll take that and the body that it's attached to." Yeah, the pretty killer, much. The killer for hire wa- wants more money. Ooh, shocker! <laughs> <laughs> and their goal, I think actually had a chance to use a dead body for once. Wasn't it awesome? It didn't kill us, so yeah. (laughs) I I told you guys to get out of the way, but you guys didn't. Not my fault. I did warn you. Cases almost died yet again. Have we had... I think we... I don't think we've gone... Like, two uh, sessions back-to-back without you almost dying at least once in one of them. Yeah, like, you might have close to death so many times, I'm wondering what kind of mental toll it's taking on. 
Kesis. I'm pretty certain Death's door is a revolving door for Kesis, and she uh, keeps forgetting to step out on the correct side. <laughs> like a roundabout, instructions unclear, but she's going at Mach 5. Good luck anyone who gets in her way. Yeah, pretty much. Nobody else has to use the door anytime soon. <laughs> well, the poor monk keeps having to heal Kesis. Oh, he can, he doesn't even have cure light wounds, so it's it's just uh, mundane. Like, oh, this body part's almost falling off. Better sew that on. Oh, that shouldn't be outside of there. Let me stuff those intestines back between. <laughs> yeah. much, the real question is, we have to take the cow. It's cruel to leave this cow down here. We can't leave the cow. The cow needs sunlight. Can you state your question in a in the form of an answer? <laughs> uh, but yeah. No. <laughs> wait, wait. So, so Nergal is fine with keeping humans locked up and chained up and below deck and all that, but he draws a line at a two-headed cow. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we must save this cow. The people are cargo. They are merchandise. We have to keep them very healthy because that way we get more value. Unless they're dead. Because it's so much fun when they're dead. I get to do fun things with their bodies when they're dead. And they go boom and I get to like vivisection them. And I like being dead. And, and you know I've got the black rune and the black rune told me that it's dead and that I like death. And this is really cool. And yeah, I like dead bodies. I just want to hear about uh, uh, Nargle's moral compass being, um, it sounds like he's almost a vegetarian nar- necromancer. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, humans, whatever, uh, they're useful as to sell and stuff. Um, I'd like to have them healthy to sell them, but after that, whatever. And I'll, I'll take apart their bodies and, and rearrange them however I want, uh, but I draw the line at eating animals or, or having animals <laughs> suffer. <laughs> No, 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 I I don't. I I have no problem eating animals, but it's unfair to keep them out of the light. This is not their normal place. We have to save this two-headed cow. (laughs) I will take the two-headed cow with us through the jungle. Mancer of the death rune says we have to save a two-headed cow. Man who exploded body. Ten foot from his party going, Oh, get out of the way, move, with one round of warning says we have to save the two-headed cow. Man who says bodies are only worthwhile if they have value says we should save a two-headed cow, which one of the heads is pretty much completely out of it or otherwise almost dead. And the necromancer says we should save it. Is that what I'm hearing here? Have you ever looked into the eyes of a cow? They're big, they're brown. They're these dark pools of eternity. And they lick you when you pat their head. You sound like you're about to go into some romantic monologue, only to have it end with a cow. (laughs) To be fair, cows are essentially just large grass puppies. It's a cow, it eats grass, and methane gas comes out its... And we have a perpetual supply of milk. We have food if we At what cost? Okay, roll for stealth, and the cow fails and bleats loudly. (laughs) I mean, if someone is leading a cow... How can they be dangerous? Think oh about it. Oh my goodness. Uh, try to touch its udder and it's 
Well, I guess in this case it doesn't mind so much, but then you also need to make sure that you have the cow uh, generating milk in the first place. Which means you have to have does. a bull. Which this one? No, you don't have to have a bull to generate milk. So just keep milking them. Oh. Milk cows just keep generating milk. And this one already generates milk. And besides, if you're leading Why? a cow... Why? It's not that... being generate. It's weird. <laughs> well, that's what they it's do. It's not a machine. And, and I mean, if you're leading a cow, that means you're a farmer. And how inoffensive is a farmer? Think about this. You just want to be... What over us might give us away? <laughs> or the uh, bone and blood splatter from the aforementioned exploding corpse might give us away? We still haven't gotten all those bone fragments out of my teeth. <laughs> Why is this onion soup so crunchy? Oh yeah, the bones. <laughs> that was awesome. Who put rocks in my soup? Oh, yeah. So, so, so hold on. So since it takes a little bit of time to activate that spell, if Nargle touches the body and we put it into a catapult or something, we have an exploding body bomb. Like, how awesome is that? It, you I, don't touch the body and then put it into a catapult. You release. We put it in the catapult and I touch it as it flies. Like, how awesome would that be? To we have a body bomb. proper detonation time, can we put you in the catapult with the body and then it's up to you to jump out in time? Like, you know, we'll give you a one-segment warning. Well, it'd have to be close <laughs> to it. It's a two-segment timer, so it's, what, 12 seconds. 12 well, it seconds. takes one segment to uh, say get out of the way. <laughs> I'd have to do some calculation to figure that one out. 12 seconds uh, from a catapult, an average catapult. I don't know. I think they'd be in the air. Although that would make some really good anti-personnel. It would, wouldn't it? <laughs> All that I mean, bone frag. This could be an, this could be an airburst over. Oh God, a exploding body airburst with bone fragments over an attacking group. Yes. Okay, so the question is, how long would the DM sit there and go, now I gotta figure this out? Crap. Anyway. <laughs> so we also had. Um, Gosh, we also had this big orc who charged in after the group saying, kill the wizard, kill the wizard, take him out. Nobody listened to this orc. Mage. Mage, thank you. Yes, kill the mage. Nobody listened to this orc, but he seemed to have, well, he seemed to be the chef, right? And he had a pretty good command of English. Sorry, common. Pretty good command of common. I was upset that he did not like me and did not invite me for dinner. See, if he had just invited me for dinner, we wouldn't have had to kill him. We could have gotten along and had tea. I don't remember him even uh, flinching at the fact we had a half-orc with us either. Well, he flinched he when did. the half-orc cut him down. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I wish um, Reggie was here to talk about what she thinks of this whole thing but uh gosh so it sounded like when they were walking in one of the cultists was kind of a commander and the other one uh or the other yeah there was kind of a commander cultist and then another um mage or wizard cultist i think we took out the commander the first time first round glowy man stayed for a while yeah that mage was an issue but he oh, had his faculties we got lucky because we were able to take him out before he was able to cast whatever the hell his other spell was. Because I think I just punched him in the face and then our, our druid came over and gave him a good smack. 
sometimes, enough to disrupt them. Sometimes I get worried because I'll get DMs like, okay, roll four here's this chanting, but we'll already be in combat. And part of me is like, okay, don't interrupt turn order because like for declaring initiative, I don't want combat to take a half hour. On the other hand, I'm like, should I just yell out that that man's chanting right now? <laughs> <laughs> just, just scream it. Right. Although I don't think our, I don't think our DM would would appreciate that too much. <laughs> well, you know, there's five other people in your party. Reggie. Well, that's the reason <laughs> that you they originally had you declare your action and then roll initiative. So that would whatever uh, initiative roll you had, that's the segment that you off on. <laughs> If you right. can yell yet death to chanters, doing the same body moves from the song of death to squishies will give you extra points. <laughs> Let me tell squishies? you, I can do anything for a plus one to my roll. <laughs> there we go. Well, extra points? Is this like, uh, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> now for scenes from a wizard's hat. <laughs> <laughs> the dwarf glows. You have to understand the meaning of the term death to squishies. Yeah, I still haven't watched that. Uh... Alright, so one other thing happened that was kind of, well, a couple of other things that happened that were kind of odd. First of all, why were we constantly looking to get some soup? Maybe maybe that was the first good meal we've had in how many days? Three you know days? I'm worried that this soup is, like, poisoned or something. Don't, don't give them ideas, first we, of all. They were just cooking and eating this, so I don't think it was poison. Oh, shit. What if it is, though? Because when I stabbed one of the cultists, I smelled onions. And onions was on the orc's breath. And then he was telling us how they were all frantic and maybe, you know, disillusioned, as you mentioned earlier. What if I just ate cursed soup and fed it to the lane? What if you just forced (laughs) everyone to eat cursed soup? It's just cursed soup. It's the rats all over again. <laughs> I am so physically upset right now. What if that's the case? You know, if if it's the cursed soup that forces a TPK after all the things we've been through, oh, I'm gonna I be would, real mad. I'm gonna accept. I'm gonna accept mad. that. That's a reasonable way to die. You know, cursed soup. Being anorexic yes. Lich. No, I'm not gonna die from any lich. Thousand-year-old undead. Screw that guy. I'm not falling for that guy. No. Curse soup? Let me have some of that mundane death. Mmm, <laughs> yummy, yummy. I can <laughs> handle spiders, but I can't handle a few onions, apparently. Uh, sounds like you. Sounds like you're a uh, cat or a mammal of some kind. Anyway. <laughs> Don't worry, though. If we survive, I totally took half of all their spices for our next meal. <laughs> no idea what the labels say, but we're going to have a flav- flavorful victory meal. And also, do do we think the uh, two former slave humans are alive? We encountered them a session or two ago. Delane kept and, telling. Uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I'm I'm kind of surprised we haven't heard them or otherwise encountered them, but they could also still be in like the room with all the dead rats, just chilling out of the cold. It's likely, in my opinion, they're just chilling in that room with dead rats, maybe cooking some rats to eat. But so, yeah, what? Delane wants to get back to them. Speaking of Delane, some weird stuff happened with her trying to talk. And also trying, yeah, just trying to talk. She kept uh, casting spells by accident using her own life force. Some, I think that has something to do with the fact that Delane was changed. Quite a bit. Also, uh, 
And it was really interesting that all of a sudden you just started speaking in a different language that uh, I got real lucky enough to understand sort of what it was. Well, you that figured out a, something. What was it that was happening with her? I think, if I remember correctly, it was that um, the language you were speaking was not one that I fully recognized, but was uh, showed that you had a deeper connection to the world around you and something along those lines. I wish I had it written down, but I wasn't thinking to do that at the time. Real smart. Oh no, we've but... got we've got things written down all over the place. Uh, so I think what has happening is my character had like because she agreed to carry on the legacy, quote unquote, of these people and then failed a save, spell saving throw. I think that Delane's mind is being overwritten and she's not going to have she's not going to be long for being a character possibly. So ah mm-hmm. man, that's going to be that- really that could be. I'm interested in how this will play out. But another question that we still have is, uh, how the hell do we get out of here? Hey, they had to get this cow down here somewhere. Just saying, right? if we uh, stop killing them all and take one hostage, maybe, just maybe, we can ask them how to get out. Yeah, don't need to stop being in groups of like 10 all trying to kill us. As a player, um, in my, part of my personal life, I've been watching Criminal Minds a lot, and a lot... Um, a lot of people, they like to take the hostage, uh, a hostage and threaten the group with the, with the hostage. So I think we should apply that in this situation. I mean, that would make sense if these cultists weren't manic and attacking everything that they see. Pretty yeah, sure that the... Take the cow hostage. Nergal's happy because the cow's out of there. And also we have a hostage. <laughs> well... <laughs> the assassin can sneak. What if the assassin can somehow silently sneak grab one of them? I like that idea. Just, just Batman from the shadows just grabs someone and whoosh, goodbye. There does yeah. seem to be somebody in the other room that you were sneaking up on. Mm-hmm. So who knows if there's the ability to sneak up on that person and grab them along with their... But would pieces <laughs> actually do that? right now she wouldn't do that because she's going to be too distracted by the coins but maybe after the coins or if someone will tell Kesis this idea <laughs> um maybe she, she might she might change or she might just do it another time because i believe Kesis is currently at one hit point oh yeah um, so maybe not the best you know, idea because you know Kesis almost is dead again as usual for Kesis. So completely unrelated, but um, what are the odds that we could have Roll Four ride the cow as a war cow? Just oh, I would love that. <laughs> that would be the awesome. control of a two-year-old. So, uh, so long as Reggie doesn't rip me off the cow. <laughs> and plus, just think how many more spices we could take if we put it on the cow. <laughs> Very true. Just like grab one of the tablecloths, bundle up some spices put it on the cow, tell the cow it's not for the cow, the cow doesn't understand common, but roll for it. I just like the idea of uh, what is what is your reaction to seeing a tiny ha- uh, half-elf or full-elf, I forget. Elf? If you're talking about uh, roll for. Yes. Just a, just a tiny little half-elf screaming uh, <laughs> screaming obscenities and uh, insulting the other group as they ride in on a two-headed cow swinging a short sword. I, uh, I kind of want to see this now. 
Swing After Roll Four is done with the soup, if it's not hallucinogenic rat soup, um, I don't think I've had Roll Four acknowledge the cow yet because I was so excited for a hot meal, which is true for Roll Four because he's a dock rat slash pirate, so you don't you don't get hot meals too often. And uh, he'll probably try feeding the cow if there's any soup left. And uh, yeah, we'll also actually probably side with Nergal of we can't leave it down here. Look what they did to it. Exactly. I think that'll be the first time that Rolfer has ever sided with an air goal on anything. <laughs> <sighs> That'll be See? great. It's the cow. We have to save the cow. The cow needs to see sunlight. We can't turn this cow into like a coal mine pony. That's just cruel. It's only like four ounces of spices I'm tying to it. There we go. It can carry things. We can rub its snout. And its ears will have They milk. like being scratched with forks. There we go. And, <laughs> it gets and, into their fur without hurting them too much. And we could also ask ask it if its liver is ready. No. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't remove parts of the cow. Not while keeping it alive. Well, it can just run off and kill itself and then come serve itself to us. That's not how that works. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not even how to talk with animals works. Oh man. Hey, what is what is Tolina gonna do? Walk up to the cow and go say, uh, "Please commit, die," and then walk away. Like, what are you? <laughs> have it charge the cultists and uh, not directly murder it. Cultists have grass. Cow immediately goes over to cultists and nudges cultist. No, <laughs> you're supposed to eat them. Cow cultist continues stole nudging fowl. cultist. Oh, hmm. not fowl. <laughs> they probably also stole ducks, but. <laughs> <laughs> I would, if that worked, I would love to just have a rampaging two-headed cow run in and be our, our, uh, our harbinger essentially, of the group. Because, yeah, we need a, we need a hostage or someone alive to get us out of here. Druid, is it to grant sentience to an animal? Uh, I think that the druids do have a way to grant sentience to an animal, but I, it's a long process. It's imbue sentience, and apparently it wasn't in first edition, so there goes that idea. Uh, great. All right, so what else? We've got, so we've got fighting to the south, and in my opinion, that's probably going to be a, like a group of people training, not fighting. So for some reason, they've, they've got people training to the south. That's what I thought as well. Yeah, I that, it was... Or they ran into driders. To say, because that's a that's a group training for combat. I don't think we probably want to go down there. That doesn't seem like the uh, the best place to head. And there are a group of people that are already training, uh, trained to be combatants that are fully armored and ready Wait to go. Wait for them to come out of the door. They'll be exhausted from their training. Then take them because they're going to be exhausted from their training. We go for the chanty man because what good has ever come of letting a chanty man finish talking, even in our own party? Every time I hear you say Chanty Man, all I think of is shanties, and now I'm thinking of some character in an uh Yar Har Ahoynavas. Exploding corpses is really badass. <laughs> <laughs> we really should find a place to rest and heal, I think. It's <laughs> only been eight hours since our last rest. You can't power nap every boo-boo. Why not? Because we're literally in the enemy's stronghold. Oh, they know someone's in here killing people. We've killed two groups at this point. It's not a secret. It's actually been three groups if we count the ones at the entrance that last time. 
that were killed by the eh. slave, former slaves. Eh. That's, just, that's a group of two people. They won't ID us off of those two. We can just we're the we're, other problem. We can pretend we're the new cooks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Gear. Yeah, the new cooks. When the previous cook was actually the, one of the leaders of their gang. And he just enjoyed cooking because... An orc. We can pull it off. Half orc, but... Exactly. Pander the cleaver. Pretend that they think all orcs look the same. No, no, no. They had an important thing to do and told us to prepare dinner for the team, and we're doing that. We are un- we are following the explicit orders we were given to prepare dinner for the rest of them. Because that, that'll definitely that work. <laughs> I'm not well, putting on the lice-infested robe. You can't make me. <laughs> oh, you know what question. you could do is just have Rolfer and Reggie under the robe with Rolfer under Reggie and it holding Reggie up. So we just stack three halflings in a trench coat. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. The three halflings in a trench coat walk into a bar. <laughs> the full elf ducks. <laughs> I Another question, I guess, for just a, a good way, after seeing the usefulness of it, and since we don't necessarily have access to a catapult at this moment, but we do have access to a massive half-orc, um, what are the odds we can have that cast again and then have our half orc just toss the body of a cultist somewhere well if you unless, hear you, the description... unless you give me four hour power nap zero ah that's right yeah mm. and also from the description if you do a uh at any point if you use uh that body uh what is it called corpse first yes yeah yep yep that if you use corpse first, it sounds like the body swells up and gets all pussy and gross and just fills with water and explodes, or pus rather, and explodes. So like it's not, moving it, it after it's already been cast sounds like it'll set it off pretty. It, it doesn't grow. It doesn't grow pus. If it's had that, it becomes infectious and can infect people. If it's already got that, it needs to be within a week. It basically it swells up and blows. It it. It swells up because it explodes from the inside. It doesn't fill up with pus or pressure. You just, like, speed run the decaying process, how deer swell up on the side of the road, but, like, on touch, you fast-forward that process? Yeah, that sounds about right. I just imagine uh. the cultist's legs sticking up at awkward angles, like, two seconds before it explodes. <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking of, uh, Violet from, uh, Willy Wonka. It sounds like we have three options. Mm. One, the assassin already pursuing the coin noises. Two, going to the training room and hoping for the best, and maybe they're already tired and practicing with fake weapons and not at all ready to kill us. And three, following the potentially prayer or otherwise casting room. All of this hinging on the assumption that the soup doesn't turn me absolutely batshit and I'm unable to follow orders and have to ride the cow into battle. Well, we and actually I'm, have two other options. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Nergal. And I'm just thinking of, it's just a really small wafer. It's just a little tiny wafer, sir. It's a small wafer. I don't Get understand. Out. You don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a wafer. It's, it's just a small after-dinner wafer, sir. <laughs> I'll explain. No Ponty uh. Mython references. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, that's why I'll I'll get I'm on. Uh, I'm uncultured. That's why I don't get that. Same. Okay. All right. So <laughs> after that, I I think 
Oh, we do have two other choices. We've got the... So you, you, like you said, we've got the room with the uh, chanting. We've got the room with the fighting. Uh, and we could go into either of those. That third option was just, what, going to the prayer room, the one that we were in before? Didn't we have a door to the southeast where Dino heard, like, just ominous chanting from a single voice? No, no that, that was, that was the coins. That was the coins yeah. and then chanting to the east. Oh, well, in that case, uh, ignore me. We have two options. Oh, we, you were well, right we... about the southeast. There is a door there that was silence on the other side of that door. And then uh, in the room that we killed all the cultists in, the, their bedroom, there was another door to the south that looks to be traveled well. Yeah, so I guess we've got we've got five options from my view. We've got our, our four doors or ambush part two with the electric boogaloo, but uh don't know if we're ready to do that one again. Yeah, I like that I like that option uh number four or number five where we, we just um ambush the guys as they're walking out of the training room. Because <laughs> uh they should be more exhausted in a couple of Whenever they're done fighting, I guess. Anyway, yeah, also, what do you guys think? We, uh, I was gonna say, for my, would it be helpful if we also dragged out all the uh, the dead bodies of their friends as a way to deter them, or I guess break morale if they walk out and immediately see about what was it, nine cultists and a half and a orc that are just lying dead and slaughtered. What we could so do I. is ritualistically gut and just display their body, their their torn up corpses in front of them so that it hmm. really messes with them and they think that they messed with the wrong I mean, uh, god. I I have an idea. If we have um, a character who is like the same height or at least somewhat similar of a cultist and we have the robes, why don't we try our best to make that character look like a cultist? Well, I think that they know each other pretty well living down here and they'd know if you're not one of them. What would be more disturbing to them, instead of like vivisection that, is we tuck them all nicely into bed with their heads on the pillows. Can you imagine they come in and see them and then realize they're all dead? What kind of sickos would put the corpses and tuck them into bed? I, I don't think that would mess with them. I don't think they'd realize that they're dead. Except for all okay. the blood everywhere. But I think yeah, another option... Yeah, you have option. the shrapnel. <laughs> yes. And they're all nicely tucked in bed. The cognitive dissonance and freakout would be amazing. Uh, Ooh, I've, I've got on the on the topic of that to piggyback off of that. How much rope does Roll Four have? Three foot. All right. Would that be enough to no. prop up all the beds and then tie the cultists so they're essentially just like hanging like lifeless bodies? So in a wall of just dead bodies of beds like stood up. That's that's their... kind of what I was thinking of. In the room next to, or in the storage room? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually think her best option is going to be capturing the cultist who is praying right now and getting answers out of them because they're they're doing their prayers, whatever. They might be able to read and write and might have more insight into what this whole thing is all about. Shin flamethrower and convince them that one of us is in fact Lord Ember. I mean, you're the only one who might be able to do games stuff or maybe i can i might be able or well i mean i know this is i don't know if the cultists would know about fairy fire if we had one of us dress up in like the robes or maybe something like that cast fairy fire on them so they're just this person engulfed in flame but that be enough to trick a low level uh 
like commoner or cultist. I think that's actually a really, really good idea. Roll four volunteers. Wait, <laughs> roll four has one hit point. Do Reggie. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. He's the big he would the be biggest. so pissed. You wanna do what? <laughs> You're gonna try what? I, I don't I don't want I don't want anything to do with this. That was a really good impression. <laughs> that. <laughs> that does sound like Trudy. Cri- uh Reggie. <laughs> Trudy. <laughs> Trudy's I... one of their other characters. I like having Reggie do it, because if we send in our main person, anyone who can lay a smackdown on whoever decides to challenge them, that would be that'd be interesting. Do the hmm. introductions and the pomp and circumstance with his bullshitting. <laughs> exactly. And his negative five charisma. Oh, God. <laughs> or maybe, oh my gosh, have you dressed up as one of the cultists or like the harbinger of this flaming demon god and you make all the rolls well reggie just completely stays silent the entire time (laughs) glowering at my lowly worshiping status (laughs) that'd be perfect totally not glowering at her shipmate you know being an absolute ass and a fool oh my god i love this plan what do you guys think i am very down for this reggie get in the fake fire All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're all set. Uh, we're gonna be doing another group in a few minutes. And uh, thank you for your time, everybody. This has been the World of Cosplayers podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Have a good Bye. night. Good night. Bye. <laughs>